much more like it from the Knicks in Game 3 last night. Sean St. Jacques back here with you, recapping Game 3 of the Knicks-Cavs first round series. We'll get to what's going on around the rest of the NBA as well. Just saw the Sixers sweep Brooklyn, recording here on the Saturday, before the Knicks and Cavs play Game 4 on Sunday afternoon at Madison Square Garden. Big game for the chance to go up 3-1 in the series for the Knicks. Really huge opportunity that we said before the series is the dream scenario. Chance to go up 3-1 on your home floor with a chance to put all the pressure on Cleveland going into a Game 5. That's what is in front of the Knicks on Sunday. We will get to that in a second. But first, we have to recap a tremendous defensive effort from New York in Game 3 at the Garden. The Stars were out. Spree, Bernard King, John Starks, Allen Houston, you name it. They were there. It was a tremendous atmosphere. And the game, certainly from a Knicks perspective, lived up to the billing. The Knicks defensively played one of their best games of the entire season, holding Cleveland to 79 points. Took the Knicks offense a little bit of time to get going. It was tied at 17 at the end of the first quarter, but then the Knicks had a 28-15 second quarter, and they didn't look back from there. Donovan Mitchell relatively held in check for the most part and uh, had just 22 points. No other Cavalier had more than 17, and the Knicks really made life very, very difficult for the Cavs. Just the response that I think Knicks fans were hoping for and listen, you do it on a night where Julius Randle struggles from the field. He shot 3 of 15 from the field, just 2 of 10 from downtown. He had 11 points and 8 rebounds. But this is what Jalen Brunson is here for. He had 21 points to lead the Knicks. And we finally get a big postseason performance and contribution from R.J. Barrett. 19 points. 8 of 12 shooting, made half of his threes. He had 8 rebounds and 3 assists, just 2 turnovers as well. Arguably the Knicks' best player on the night. Josh Hart had 13 and 6, much better from him after he struggled in Game 2 of the series. And he only had 11 points, but there was some good juice as well and energy from Emmanuel quickly off the bench as well. Obi Toppin hit a couple, I should say, hit a big three, hit a couple other big shots as well, had four steals that led the Knicks in that category. It was a great all-around night in a 99-79 win. Knicks pulling away after a strong second quarter to win by 20. Great response after losing by 17 in Cleveland in Game 2. Now the Knicks on Sunday have a really big opportunity to take a stranglehold of this series to go up three games to one with a chance to close it out in Cleveland would be a very big opportunity and it was the borderline dream scenario going into the series could the Knicks get a split in Cleveland and then take care of business at the Garden they're halfway there and if they can take game four they will be very much in the driver's seat to advance into the second round of the NBA playoffs But we'll see. Again, Cleveland bounced back very nicely after the Game 1 defeat at home. They will be up for it. They know they're going to have to play with that same desperation and energy. Knicks 
didn't do that in game two. They didn't match that energy. They're going to have to do that in game four if they are going to take a commanding three games to one lead in this best of seven series. Again, want to give a shout out to a couple of the unsung heroes from the night. By the way, great ovation from Derek Rose coming on the court as Tom Thibodeau put him in in the late moments along with Deuce McBride. Also want to give Isaiah Hartenstein a shout out along with Hart and Toppin quickly in there as well. Really provided a spark defensively. But the five, the Knicks five out there, Mitchell Robinson and Quentin Grimes included with the normal triumvirate of Barrett, Brunson, and Randall brought the energy and the heat defensively. It kind of felt like an old school garden playoff game from a defensive standpoint. And again, Cleveland this season has been very, very tough to deal with on the offensive end of the floor. The Knicks held them to 79 points and made them work for every last shot. That's exactly what we were calling for after the toughness that the Cavs showed in Game 2. Could the Knicks respond? It's exactly what they did. And now Cleveland will prepare to do the same once more. But I do think the Knicks now can maybe gain some momentum from this. They're back in the garden for Game 4 and can possibly go on and take that three games to one lead and put the pressure on Cleveland for a Game 5 back in Ohio. So we will see. We will see how that plays out. But I think Knicks fans have to be extremely satisfied with the way they played in Game 3. It was just a great garden atmosphere, right? All the stars from yesteryear were out. The garden was rocking before the tip, and it was great throughout the night. It's what we've come to expect over the decades at Madison Square Garden for big games, especially in the postseason. And we want more of that in Game 4. It was absolutely tremendous roof blowing off a few times, I think, in the in the second quarter and in the second half with great Nick defensive plays leading to buckets on the other end of the floor. So it was just a great night, and hopefully the Knicks can carry that into Game 4. Again, Cleveland will be ready. Knicks have to match the intensity, if not exceed it, if they can take it three games to one lead in the best of seven series. And again, be in command to potentially advance to Round 2 of the NBA playoffs. Let's take a quick whip around the rest of the NBA playoffs before we get out of here for this Game 3 recap. Series is tied at one between the Bucks and the Heat. Good response from Milwaukee without Giannis in Game 2. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you might know uh, how Game 3 ends. Bucks and Miami play later on tonight. We're recording here on the afternoon on Saturday. So we will see how Miami can respond in South Beach if they can maybe take the lead back from the Bucks. And I think that Giannis is questionable for the game. So we'll have to wait and see if he plays. But that is obviously a big game in the series because the next two are in Miami. Big win for Atlanta in Game 3 in the A against the Boston Celtics. They end up winning by 28 points, convincing, pulling away in the fourth quarter to get back in that series. It's now 2-1 with Game 4 scheduled for Sunday night. So... Big opportunity for Atlanta to maybe go back to Boston with everything evened up at two games apiece, and maybe that series gets a little bit more interesting than we were expecting it to be. After Game 2, I thought that the Celtics could go to Atlanta and win Game 3. They did not, and they got blown out in the second half. Give Atlanta credit. They stood up to the test, and they have a big Game 4 on Sunday night. Make no mistake about that again just before i hopped on the sixers beat the nets again in brooklyn by eight 
They advance to take on the winner of that Celtics-Hawks series in the second round. That is a big opportunity uh, for Philly to get some rest. Joel Embiid did not play in Game 4. Now he'll have some time to recoup, and we will see how the Sixers do moving forward. This is always the hurdle the Sixers get over without too much trouble. It's the next round that's been their bugaboo in years past. If they play Boston, it's going to be a very fun series, but... You have to say that the Celtics would likely be the favorites. We know where the Knicks stand. They're up 2-1. Big chance in Game 4 to go up three games to one on Sunday afternoon at Madison Square Garden. Denver, after having to fight off a late comeback in Game 2, take Game 3 in Minnesota by 9. They're in complete command of that series. The Timberwolves on their last legs down 3-0. Sunday night, Minnesota, Game 4. Timberwolves need it. Nuggets smell blood in the water. We'll see if they can finish it off with a sweep. They're looking very good, Denver, so far in this first round. Although, again, could have a very tough opponent. We'll get to that in a second in round two. Huge game three later on tonight on Saturday. Lakers-Grizzlies in L.A. Series is tied at one. We don't know what's going to happen with John Morant. Seems like it's a game-by-game situation. Lakers got what they wanted in Memphis. They got a split. They played tough in Game 2, but the I should say the Grizzlies win without John Morant. We'll see if they can get it into L.A. and take a 2-1 series leader. Are the Lakers going to take control of this series? And will the injury to John Morant catch up with Memphis here in this first round? Playoff series. Meanwhile, as we expected, the champions Golden State bounce back in Game 3 against the Kings. Convincingly, 114-97. I think the Kings got a wake-up call. I think they were kind of expecting it. And without Draymond Green, the Warriors were still way, way, way better than the Kings in Game 3. So Game 4 on Sunday, I think everyone's expecting Golden State to win. Draymond, I believe, is back. So we will see. We will see how that plays out. Can the Kings fend off a late comeback in this series from the Warriors? If they can win Game 4... Game 5 becomes a huge opportunity for the Kings to possibly finish off the champions. But for now, we'll see if Golden State can even up the series. Then Game 5, regardless, could be very, very juicy. And then, and then, the Clippers, now not only without Paul George, but without Kawhi Leonard. That seems to be now a game-by-game situation. The Suns go to L.A. They take a two-games-to-one series lead over the Clippers. Game four is actually about to tip off as I record this, but big opportunity for Phoenix without Kawhi to potentially take control of this series and set up a date with Denver in round two. So that is a big game as well with Phoenix trying to push the, put the Clippers on the brink and the Clippers fighting through injuries. If they can get a 2-2 series going back to Phoenix, maybe Kawhi will be healthy and maybe they can fight their way back into this series. But right now it looks like it could be trending in Phoenix's way. Really fun and entertaining stuff going on around the entire NBA playoffs. We will be back on Monday to recap Game 4 between the Knicks and the Cavs. Until then, enjoy the NBA playoffs around the league.